Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, December 7, 2016. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Nicki Minaj, Sofia Vergara, Florence Henderson, Tiny Harris, the nominees to the upcoming Grammy Awards, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Happy holidays, everybody. This is Dave Koz for RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. When you're traveling during the holidays and see someone who's had too much to drink about to get behind the wheel of their car, get the car keys. Your friends will thank you for it because friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as making your home and car smoke-free zones. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Happy holidays, everybody. This is Faith Hill for RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. Please remember, during this holiday season, when you celebrate, designate. Always choose a designated driver. Your friends and family will thank you for it. Have a safe and happy holiday, and remember, friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to make sure you follow us every week, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656 and press the number number one. Also, if you want to follow us on Facebook, just go to facebook.com forward slash thatsentertainmentradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14, stiletto like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just go to tjonesgibbs, that's T-J-O-N-E-S, G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a cloudy 44 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's in the chat room and on the phone lines. Thank you again for joining me on this Wednesday afternoon. And uh, if you want to know more about the show, remember, click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, especially if you are a regular listener here on Blog Talk Radio, and that way it will send you a reminder when I'm on the air live. Also... If you can't catch the show live every week, you can always listen to the archives here on Blog Talk Radio. Also, I post the archive on the Facebook page and on Twitter. And also, go to Stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. It's a website that has over 60,000-plus radio shows and podcasts. You can also catch that Entertainment Online Radio on there. So just type in That's Entertainment Online Radio in the search box, and that way you can never miss an episode of our show. Right now, uh, lots to talk about as usual for the week. 
Uh, this week we're going to be talking about Miss Nicki Minaj. Uh, she's in trouble uh, this week for posting a video uh, making fun of a mentally disturbed woman. I'll tell you the details. Sofia Vergara is also in the news, back in the news again. She's still fighting legal, uh, a legal battle with her ex-fiancé, Nick Lowe, over their frozen embryos. I'll tell you the update. And uh, Tini, uh, Tiny, uh, Tamika Cotto, we all know her as T.I.'s wife. She's the latest celebrity news that's a latest celebrity that's a victim of internet trolls. I'll give you the update. Also, uh, Shia LaBeouf is back in the news. Madonna is making a lot of heads turn for not only her appearance on the uh, late night with um, with our our, our friend with uh, uh, with our friend. Uh, James Corden, but also she had made an appearance at the Art Basel show over the past weekend, and uh, she was invited there by her ex-husband, Sean Penn, and uh, she had a guest, Ariana Grande, but it's what she did with Ariana on this day that got people talking. Well, without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it! All right. Well, Nicki Minaj landed in hot water this week after she shared an online video of her interacting with a random woman on the street. Uh, She posted on Instagram uh, this past Sunday, December 4th, where in the clip it showed her trying to talk to the lady whom many believe was mentally ill. In the video, the woman stood on a Miami street alone with a cigarette on her hand in her hand, and uh, she yelled at Nikki that she don't need her so-called help. The Raptors, who filmed the entire thing from her car, then replied, you know, what do you say? Miss, come here. She kept coaxing her to come to the car. And Nikki and there were some other people in the car could be heard laughing as the woman walked away while she was still yelling at her. Now, after the video was shared along with a laughing emoji in the caption, Nikki's Instagram account was flooded with negative comments from her fans. They slammed her for mocking the mentally ill woman and branding her insensitive. Social media users weren't the only ones who found the video offensive. According to TMZ and the National Alliance on Mental Illness, they have uh, also publicly called out Nikki for her actions, calling it invasion of the invasion of the woman's privacy and an act of de- uh, dehumanization. The organization also accused Nikki of using her fame to negatively influence her fans, including around 70 million people that follow her on Instagram. Um, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, is, this, this is what they said, uh, quote, nobody would make fun of a cancer patient and mental illness is an illness like any other, unquote. And Sharon Osborne was very vocal. A few celebrities were also vocal about her behavior. Sharon Osborne uh, said on her show that uh, she should make. She was very upset with Nikki, saying that she should not be making fun of the mentally ill. And Wendy Williams said on her show, her live broadcast yesterday morning, called her an insensitive bitch. So, you know, there's a lot of people that are. You know, does not find this kind of funny. There's a lot of mentally illness. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that uh, our country is really find it challenging to deal with because you know, with the uh, some of the recent uh, gun shootings over in the news, where it was a mentally disturbed person that shot up the place. Uh, you all remember with the, in Connecticut with the school, uh, with the guy out in Colorado who shot up the movie theater. You know, these were people that were mentally ill, and it's it's not a laughing matter. And it, it, you know, we have a lot of people in this country that suffer from this. So, Nikki, I think you have to really just, you know, certain things you just, and it goes back to again, you can't just post anything and everything online. You know what I mean? It's just it's just not cool. 
Speaking of Nicki Minaj and just in time for the holidays, she has supplied her barbs and boys with a new mobile game that allows them to step into her virtual world and even write and record their own raps. It's called Nicki Minaj the Empire and it hits iTunes it hit the uh it was on iTunes it started uh they posted it on iTunes yesterday and it arrived today on Google Play Store and what it does is it allows fans the opportunity to climb the ranks of hip hop super celebrity and win special awards from Minaj herself. Now according to Billboard the app was developed with gaming heavyweight Glue Mobile. The company is responsible for Kim Kardashian's Hollywood, Britney Spears' American Dream, and Katy Perry Pop. In addition to the narrative gameplay where users can perform at virtual stages, customize their crib, and host parties, Nicki Minaj, The Empire, fostered creativity with functions for players to write and record their own songs and apps. For those just starting out, there's a rap lib, think of a Mad Libs, it, there's a function that help write lyrics for you, and for those who are more, much more advanced, there are recording function, functions where a user can showcase their talent rapping over in-game beats, including Nicki Minaj on tracks with the entire player network voting up their favorite. Now, Nicki Minaj has also promised prizes like concert tickets to the game's high scorers and special shout-outs to her favorite rappers each month. And Sofia Vergara, a legal battle with her ex-fiancé, Nick Loeb, over their frozen embryos is not over. Yesterday, things just worsened when a right-to-live lawsuit was filed against the actress on behalf of her of the fertilized eggs that are now named Emma and Isabella. Page 6, which first reported the news, said that the suit had been filed in, Louis- in Louisiana, which the publication note is a traditional pro-life state that offers special legal protection for frozen embryos. James Carbonette is listed as a plaintiff and the trustees to the female embryos. The lawsuit states that since Emma and Isabella are never born, they deprive of an inheritance from a trust created for them in Louisiana. The plaintiff now wants the frozen embryos to be given to Lowe so they can be born via a surrogate and live off the trust, which would cover their health care and education, among others. Vergara and Lowe created the Ambrose in 2013 when they were still a couple and trying to have a baby together, and after two rounds of IVF after it failed, they broke up in the following year. Now, Lowe has been seeking control over the embryos since then, while his ex-fiancee wants them to stay frozen indefinitely. After their breakup, Vergara moved on with Joe Magdanello, the modern family star who already a mom to 24-year-old son Manalo, marry her own husband. Now, now, now she's married to her now husband last year. And America's favorite TV mom, Florence Henderson, spent the last 10 years of her life battling various heart issues. Henderson, who died on November 24th of a heart attack, suffered from coronary artery disease and an irregular heartbeat. And this is according to her death certificate. The 82-year-old had opened up about her heart health in a video for the American Heart Association earlier this year as part of the organization Go Red for Women campaign. The actress revealed that she ended up in the hospital for emergency heart surgery out of the blue and urged fellow women to see a cardiologist. Henderson, who played the beloved Carol Brady on the popular sitcom The Brady Bunch, was also the first woman to guest host The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. Most recently, the Love Boat actress was a guest contestant on Dancing with the Stars in 2010 and appeared in the audience the week before she died to support her TV daughter, Maureen McCormick, as she competed on the reality series. She died on Thanksgiving surrounded by her four children. And Tiny Harris, a.k.a. Tamika Cottle, is the latest victim of Internet trolls. A verified Facebook account using her name posted messages that hinted at marriage trouble and stirred up rumors that she cheated on her husband, T.I., with Floyd Mayweather Jr. Uh, She said um, when a woman's fed up, for years, she says she's been the one getting hurt, but now a little video done surfaced with me having a friendly dad is mad. It's crazy. Why? Yes, he's my husband, but damn, can I now have a male friend? Tip can't be the only male friends I associate with, but just like I know, I ain't the only female he associate himself with. So it is what it is, unquote. 
she allegedly wrote this, leading people to assume that she was defending her relationship with Floyd. On Monday, December 5th, Tiny set things straight, saying that she didn't write the post. However, the message that put T.I. on blast had apparently caught the eye of the rapper before she clarified it. The Live Your Life hitmaker posted on Instagram seemingly in response to the Facebook post saying, I hate when people assume because of something that's been on social media. If you want to know, you want to know, ask. That's why when you find out the truth, you won't look like an ass. This is what T.I. had put on black. That's what he said. Now, Tiny, she fueled rumors that she cheated on T.I. with Floyd as the boxer was caught grinding and putting her hands on him and he putting his hand on her at a recent Hollywood party hosted by Mariah Carey. Now, Tiny closeness with Floyd had been the source of tension between her husband, T.I., and the boxer, which led to a brawl between the two in Las Vegas back in May. And Amy Schumer uh, casting in the upcoming Barbie live-action movie has sparked backlash. Soon after it was announced that the train wreck actress landed a major role in the upcoming film, people took to Twitter to respond to the news, and most of them were not nice. They said comments like, Oh, Amy Schumer is to Barbie what Michael Moore is to G.I. Joe. Another person who uh, disagreed with Schumer's casting wrote, uh, quote, if Amy Schumer is Barbie, then Seth Rogen should be Ken. You know, they were really mean and nasty uh, comments. But some people had leaped to Schumer's defense. They said that the only way I'll watch a movie about Barbie is if Amy was starring in it. Schumer is tapped to play a character who gets kicked out of the perfect Barbie land because she doesn't quit, quite fit the mold. After she's exiled, exiled, she sets a journey to the real world and eventually discovers that being unique is an asset. The Inside Amy Schumer star is also expected to help with the script, rewriting, and existing script with her sister, Kim Caramelli. And the nominees for the 59th Annual Grammy Awards were revealed yesterday. The Recording Academy announced nominees across all 84 categories in the press release and on the Grammy website. Megan Trainer announced on CBS this morning that four general field categories, including Best New Artist, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Album of the Year. Overall, Beyonce led the nomination, nominations with nine bids, including Song of the Year, Album of the Year, Record of the Year, Best Pop Solo Performance, Best Music Video, and Best Music Film. Beyonce's latest milestone made her the most nominated female artist in Grammy history. Beyonce and Adele were the only artists nominated in all three of the top categories, Album, Song, of the, song and Record of the Year. Drake, Rihanna, and Kanye West followed Beyonce behind with eight nods each, while Chance the Rapper grabbed seven nominations. Hosted by James Corden, the 2017 Grammy Awards will air live from the Staples Center in Los Angeles on CBS on Sunday, February 12, 2017 at 8 p.m. Eastern. Right now we have here 19 minutes after the hour. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest info, entertainment news, pop culture, celebrity news from La La Land every week, every Wednesday afternoon from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern, right here on Blog Talk Radio. If you are just discovering the show for the first time, welcome. Uh, this coming next year actually will be our seven-year mark here on the network. So I'd like to thank everyone, especially the people who have been here from the very beginning. Thank you for the support. Thank you for being there from day one. And for my new listeners, welcome. Make sure you tune in every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always go to the archives here, right here on Blog Talk Radio, especially if you're a registered listener. You can also check us out on our Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one, T H A T S, entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, S T I L E T T O, and the number 14. And also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. And the. The 11-time Grammy nominee, Charlie Wilson, we know him as Uncle Charlie, 
He announced that his upcoming National Arena Tour will kick off on February 8, 2017 in Norfolk, Virginia. The tour, In It to Win It, is also the title of Wilson's new album, which is slated for release on February 17, 2017, and featured musical guests Snoop Dogg, Pitbull, Robin Thicke, Wiz Khalifa, and T.I. The first single, Chills, is coming soon. Every ticket purchased online for the In It to Win It tour comes with one physical copy of the In It to Win It album, Customers will receive a redemption email from Ticketmaster shortly after their purchase with instruction on how to secure their copy of the CD. Any album redemption submitted before the album release date will be received by the customer on the official album release date. For more information on the pre-sale tickets, VIP packages, or to purchase tickets, visit www.charliewilsonmusic.com. And Shia LaBeouf has impressed us with his freestyle release over the past few months. He showed off his rapping skills during an appearance at Sirius XM Shade 45 Sway in the Morning in November, while the other day he backed with a diss freestyle directed at Drake, Little Yachty, and Soldier Boy. And now the actors unleashed a new freestyle title, Hat Trick, on Monday afternoon, December 5th. The two-minute freestyle arrived shortly after Soldier banned him from Atlanta. On the latest release, Shia claimed that he'll be in Atlanta when he has free time. Shia also called the crank that spitter a kumquat. In response to Shia's this freestyle, Soldier shared a snippet of, on Instagram on Sunday, December 4th. He warned the Transformer actor not to come to Atlanta. And this is what you can expect from the new edition of Carpool Karaoke with Madonna. A preview of the segment that will air during the Late Late Show with James Corden today has been released, showing the Like a Virgin hitmaker singing, dancing, and answering questions from James Corden. The new, the the next scene show uh, Madonna and Corden recreating Vogue hand choreography and singing Bitch I'm Madonna. An exciting mage is uh, Madonna. Exciting Madonna is also twerking in the car, prompting Corden to laugh very hard. And the host also later asked her what it was like spending a night out or in with Michael Jackson. And speaking of Madonna, she sure made a lot of headlines for making a single appearance at the Art Basel show over the weekend. The singer who invited her ex-husband, Sean Penn, and offered to remarry him in an effort to raise money for her hashtag Raisin Malawi benefit, it raised more eyebrows with her on-stage twerk with guests. Ariana Grande. Now, despite Grande being one of the biggest pop stars right now, a bunch of fans in the audience couldn't take their eyes off of Madonna's backside when the two ladies were dancing and shaking their booties in front of the crowd. Fans noticed that there was something unusual about the veteran's diva bum. She barely covered it in, like, a short dress, and then they took to social media to accuse the 58-year-old songbird of getting butt implants. Other Twitter user Brandon Madonna Derriere disgusting and weird and even likened it to a lumpy porridge. A fan also suggested that the Like a Virgin hitmaker get a refund from her doctor. Madonna hasn't responded to the accusation, and despite criticism over her body, she did very did a very good job raising money for Malawi. That night she managed to earn around $7.5 million from auctioning her various personal items. And I saw the video, and, uh, yeah, I was a little scratching my head. I was like, whoa, Madonna got a behind out like that, twerking? And it did look kind of weird, to say the least. I mean, but you know what? This is nothing new to me. Madonna feels that, uh, you know, she's 58 years young. You know, they women of a particular age feel that they could be, they could do just as much as the young women, even better. But, you know, when it comes to age, you know, there's this, uh, you know, people say, you know, when you're at a certain age in your life, you can't behave or act like, you know, act a certain way. You can't act like that anymore. So I guess Madonna feel like, you know, she's still young at heart and she can bring it on like the best of them. Uh, right now we have here like 25 uh Minutes uh, after the hour If you're just tuning in You're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment I'm your host Tammy Jones Gibbs uh, Coming up in the next half hour I'm going to give you the latest on um, 
I don't know if you guys seen the new uh, series, Luke Cage. It uh, premiered on uh, Netflix in September. Well, good news for all your fans. They are, are getting ready to uh, sign up for a second. Uh, they've just been signed up for a uh, second uh, installment or a second uh, a second. Uh, uh, they've been signed up for a second uh now I can't talk today, but uh, it, it, it's it's going to be uh, for fans that they're going to be renewing it for a second season. Uh, also uh, coming up in the next half hour, uh, Saturday Night Live uh, still is doing the Donald Trump impersonation by our friend Alec Baldwin, and uh, Donald Trump, as usual, has some harsh words to say about it. Um, and he's also been uh, voted by Time Magazine as Person of the Year. I'll tell you what else he had to say about it. Whoopi Goldberg is developing a scripted drama for Bravo. I'll tell you the latest. And uh, Angelina Jolie is uh, house hunting in Los Angeles. I'll tell you why. And uh, also the latest on, you know, with the whole Jay-Z and the Prince music thing on title. Well, the, the streaming rights to Prince music on title has been exposed. I'll tell you the latest. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Yeah, you, baby, baby. 
tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Now we have 1.30 here in the Big Apple. That was new music from my boy Bruno Mars and Chunky. Before I went to the music break, I was telling you about the Netflix series Luke Cage. Um, apparently, um, it was supposed to, I read somewhere it was being renewed for a second season, but uh, it became the first ever black superhero series. Uh, it premiered on September 30th, and Netflix went down soon afterwards. Uh, it's unclear whether the problem was caused by Luke Cage overload, but fans who wanted to binge watch the Mike Coulter starring show called out the streaming service over the hitch. Now, Luke Cage is the third Marvel series on Netflix. Daredevil starring Charlie Cox came out first before Marvel's Jessica Jones starring Kristen Ritter followed. The next series will follow uh, focus on Marvel's Iron Fist, which starts uh, Finn Jones before those four outsiders will team up in one big assembly called the Defenders. And Saturday Night Live remained far from a laughing matter for Donald Trump. The president-elect lapooned the uh, late-night comedy program once again, this time on the show's own network, dimming it terrible while calling Alec Baldwin impression of him mean-spirited and biased. The harsh comments by Trump, who hosted the sketch comedy show in November 2015 while campaigning for the presidency, echoed the same sentiment he shared multiple times on Twitter in recent months. He called for an end to the long-running NBC series in October. Then he accused the series of being biased a month later as Baldwin continued to portray the president-elect on a nearly weekly basis. The duo exchanged a similar digital war of words after the Saturday most recent episode with Trump calling the show unwashable while bashing Baldwin's impression. Baldwin replied, quote, release your tax returns and I'll stop, unquote. Now, Baldwin began his impersonation of Trump on SNL in the October season premiere, and he returned in the role every week leading up to the election. He took off the first episode after Trump was voted president but has since reprised the role the past two weekends. Now, Trump's criticism of the NBC show comes after he hosted the reality show The Apprentice on the Peacock Network for 14 seasons. He called into the Today Show after being named Time Magazine Person of the Year. And ABC has given a pilot order for the comedy Libby and Malcolm, the half-hour single-camera project starring Courtney B. Vance and Felicity Huffman as a couple on opposite sides of the political spectrum who fall in love despite all odds and form an instant family as well as a work partnership. The comedy first announced in September marked ABC's first official pilot order of the 2017-2018 season. And this is according to Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Vance played Malcolm, a smooth, confident, liberal pundit and father of three who armed himself with cold, hard facts and an irresistible, uh, easy charm that wins over everyone he meets. Malcolm recently married Libby, played by Huffman, a strong, brilliant Republican who won his heart by knocking him off his feet. Now they're forged a new life together at home against all odds while going head-to-head at work on their fiery new political talk show. Now, should Libby and Malcolm move forward to the series, it would film around Vance's schedule, who is uh, currently filming American Crime Story Katrina, the second season of FX. Anthology uh, from Ryan Murphy Uh, Katrina is scheduled to shoot in the summer The single camera comedy is being co-written By blackish creative showrunner Kenya Barris And co-executive producer Vigil Patel Now Vance will also uh, Executive produce alongside Barris, Patel, Huffman And Brian Dobbins The comedy is produced in-house at ABC Studios Where Barris is under an overall deal and Whoopi Goldberg is in developing a uh, she's developing a scripted drama at Bravo that involves a black character who passes for white. Goldberg is set to executive produce the untitled project alongside her one whole production president Tom Leonardis. Uh, the modern-day drama centers on a Harlem crime boss who is reunited with her oldest son, whom she thought was dead. 
after he returns to New York City to run for mayor. Now, being able to pass his wife, he faked his death as a teenager and left New York in order to get a new start on life. Goldberg is also eyeing the role of the Harlem crime boss in the drama, though she's not currently attached to the star to star in it. And SWV will kick things off on January 4th, followed by Fat Joe on January 11th, John B. January 18th, Lenny Williams on January 25th, Case February 1st, Dave Hollister February 8th, and and After 7 on February 15th. It's supposed to be uh, TV One's Unsung. They're going to start up their new season. Uh, and also they're going to do a special tribute to James Brown on February 22nd. Featuring the actor Chadwick Boseman of the Brown biopic Get On Up, Full Force and Kwame, among others, will complete the season eight episode run. Unsung in depth, uh, it's an in depth first person interview, the participation of family, friends, the attention to detail invested in sharing each artist's story, and of course, the music are the staples that made this series must see TV. And uh, TV One President Brad Siegel. Brad Siegel said that after 129 episodes and nine seasons, Unsung is still TV One's most anticipated series. The series is narrated by actor Gary Anthony Williams. I love the show. If you haven't seen it, you have to watch Unsung, especially if you are a fan of the R&B genre, if you want to know what happened to certain groups and certain artists. This is the show for you because it gives you, again, it's a one-on-one interview with some of the people that, uh, some of the artists, some of the bands that were popular back in the day, what they're doing now, what caused them to deband, what caused what they're doing right now. So, yeah, make sure you uh, see TV One Unsung. It starts, kicks off on January 4th with SWV. And uh, Angelina Jolie is house hunting in Los Angeles. Uh, She wants her six children to remain close to their father, Brad Pitt, and she has been granted physical custody of her kids after the estranged couple reached a temporary custody agreement on December 2nd. Madox says 15, Pax says 13, Zahara says 11, uh, Shyla, that's 10, and the twins, Knox and Vivian, 8, have been staying with Angie in a rented California home since their parents' divorce. TMZ previously reported that Angie wanted to move to London with her kids and score a top position in the United Nations. The, Malif- uh, the Maleficent actress' ultimate goal was reportedly become Secretary General of the UN. A rep for Angie has denied there's a London move plan and that the actress is focused on the health and well-being of her children, and she wants to continue therapy with the kids and Brad. And Latoya Luckett, long-awaited return from hiatus, uh, has built momentum with the release of her cover art for her new single, Back to Life, which hits iTunes this week. The photo features Luckett supporting like uh, sporting like a crop blo- uh, blonde hair do, swoop over one eye. She has a black leather choker, and she has um, she got her cat eyeliner on point. Back to Life is the first sign of life from the former Destiny Child member since her 2015 single, Don't Me Make Me Wait, featuring T.I. And currently, she you can see her on the every Wednesday night on Rosewood. She has a recurring road, uh, role as uh, Ch- Morris Chestnut character, Rosewood, as his uh, girlfriend. So... And Chris Rock will hit the road in 2017 for his first comedy tour in nine years. On Monday, the comic announced on his official Facebook page that the Total Blackout Tour, a global outing that will feature brand new material. Uh, he said that he's been busy writing for uh, for the upcoming Pootie Tang 3, and he said now it's time. Uh, Rock had joked in the video using the Los Angeles Comedy Store as the background for his announcement. The news come weeks after reports that Netflix will pay Rock $40 million for two specials. I can't wait because, you know, Chris Rock always bring it. Um, But it has been a long time. It really has. 
the pitch used by Jay-Z in an attempt to score streaming rights to Prince Music on Tidal has been exposed, along with other documents in a new lawsuit filed by Prince Estate and posted by TMZ. The estate is suing Jay-Z Rock Nation for streaming Prince Music on Tidal after his death in April. And according to TMZ, the new doc includes a PowerPoint presentation that uh, boasts Rock Nation assets, including music, sports, movies, concerts, and more. Also included in a letter from Rock Nation CEO to Bremer Trust, the estate administrator attempted to persuade them to let Jay's company manage Prince's enormous catalog. Now, Prince confided in and trusted Jay-Z and Rock Nation with his most prized possession, his creative expression. Uh, they spoke not just as respected businessmen, but as artists aligned in mission. As previously reported, Prince Estate rejected the offer and ended up suing over the song that had already been streamed. And uh, Apollo Nida has been caught in another lie. Now, uh, for those who don't know who Apollo Nida is, he's the uh, ex-husband of Phaedra Park, who is the star, one of the stars of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, it seems that Phaedra was truthful about her divorce from Apollo being finalized back in the summer. Uh, this info comes a few days after Nida filed divorce documents all over his own with the insane idea of seeking joint custody of their two kids from behind bars. On Monday, court documents were unsealed that backed up Phaedra's original claim 100%. She's been officially single since July. Now, of course, Apollo denied knowing anything about the divorce and even went so far as to file his own petition last week. Wow. And rapper Big Psych, a longtime friend of Tupac Shakur, has died. Uh, Psych, who was 48, was found dead inside his Hawthorne, California home on Monday night with no foul play suspected. The artist born Tyrus. Himes is believed to have died of natural causes, but an official autopsy had yet to be performed. Now, Sky reportedly had a history of obesity and heart issues. Uh, the Inglewood, California rapper Rhymes were featured on some of Tupac's most popular songs like All Eyes on Me, Picture Me Rolling, and Check Out Time. After meeting in 1992, Psych became a member of Tupac's Thug Life group, which released one album before calling it quits after Tupac died in September of 1996. Now, Psych, um, I'm sorry, I'm saying Sky. Psych also released four albums on his own, including Be Yourself, Big Psych Daddy, Street Commando, and his 2002 self-titled album, Big Psych. And the UFC star, uh, Conor McGregor, get this, is rumored to make a, a cameo and one of the next two seasons of Games of Thrones. Now, however, it's not known when exactly he would make an appearance or who the MMA player would be playing on the series. Should the report be true, this won't be the first time McGregor teamed up with the Games of Thrones cast member. McGregor initially had a role in the upcoming Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage, starring Vin Diesel, but he turned it down so he continued his training for UFC. Other celebrities who have had cameos on Games of Thrones include uh, Gary Lightbody from Snow Contro uh, Patrol and Coldplay's drummer Will Champion, who appeared as uh, the musician during the Red Wedding. Neither HBO nor McGregor had confirmed the rumor. Right now we have 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. I gotta ask where you've been hiding. You're like a 20 carat diamond. To find a thing that life was shining. How about that late night winding diamond? You want that expensive touch? And I'ma get that five star experience.
remaining in the show. That was the latest from Flo Rider and Zillionaire. Right. Uh, before I go to the last remaining stories of the day, I want to let you guys uh, some information. Uh, coming up, you know, since this is the uh, we're coming close to the end of the year, I just wanted to uh, let you guys know that uh, tune in December 28th for the year-end show where I give you the breakdown of the most talked about entertainment stories for 2016. That's December 28th. Uh, it's supposed to be a two-hour show. Uh, I haven't decided what time it will be, but uh, I will let you know on Twitter and Facebook the exact time and date for that show. And also tune in February for my annual Valentine's Day show. It's uh, a show that I do every year. It's a music show where I play some of my favorite R&B slow jams and love songs from my favorite artists from the R&B genre. So tune in February again. Join me on Valentine's Day night for my Valentine's Day show. It's an all-music show where I play some of my favorite songs from some of my favorite R&B artists. Okay, and for the last remaining stories of the week, uh, Dawson Creek co-star Michelle Williams and Jane Vanderbeek just had a midi reunion over the weekend. The former on-screen duo bumped into each other at the Manchester by the Sea holiday party, which was thrown by Matt Damon and Jeff Bezos in Los Angeles on Saturday evening. This is the first time the two had been seen and photographed together since the show ended in 2003. Michelle, who played Jen Lindley, and James, who played Dawson Leary, starred on the beloved coming-of-age drama alongside Katie Holmes and Joshua Jackson. The series captivated TV lovers for five years, beginning in 1998. However, the high school drama cast member have reunited a few times over the last few years. In 2015, James hung out with uh, Joshua Jackson at a Showtime event, and in June, um, Michelle attended the Tony Awards with longtime BFF Busy Phillips, who played Audrey on Dawson Creeks. But uh, no, there's, there's no news or an actual reunion of the entire cast. 
And uh, while busy promoting her new album, Joanne, uh, Lady Gaga still has time to share kindness through her Born This Way Foundation. She got support from her ex-fiancee, Taylor Kinney, for the charity. On December 5th, Gaga posted on her Instagram account a picture of Kinney and her mom, Cynthia Germanata. Uh, this photo could be a hint at a reunion of the exes who split in July. However, there had been no confirmation whether the two are back together again or not. Back in September, a report claimed that there was a chance that the former couple might find their way back to each other's again. Now, uh, hashtag share kindness uh, is today an NBC Universal celebration of kind acts, both big and small. And on behalf of the campaign, the singer recently visited Ali Forney Center, which is a shelter for homeless LGBT youth located in Harlem. Now, Gaga, who revealed in 2014 that she was sexually assaulted at the age of 19, she told the kids that she suffered from a mental illness. She suffered from PTSD. She never told anyone that before, and but the kindness that had been shown to her by her doctors as well as her family and friends is what really saved her life. Now, Gaga said, quote, what really, what's really important is to remind kids who are suffering from a traumatic experience that they're not alone and that they're loved. I'm not better than any of those kids. I'm not worse than any of them. We're equal. We both walk our two, we both walk our two feet on the same earth. We're on this together. Kindness is the way, unquote. Don't you love Lady Gaga? She is just She's just phenomenal. Uh, Justin Bieber announced the dates of his U.S. stadium tour as part of his Purpose World Tour. The six-show trek will kick off on August 5, 2017 in Pasadena before hitting other cities including Denver, Minneapolis, East Rutherford, Foxborough, and Toronto. Tickets go on sale Friday, December 9th through American Express car members and they will have a pre-sale opportunity from December 6th to the 8th. One dollar from every purchased ticket will be donated to Pencils of Promise, a charity devoted to building schools and widening access to education in developing countries. The Canadian heartthrob first revealed his upcoming stadium tour during a visit to the Ellen DeGeneres show on Tuesday, December 1st. He also performed acoustic renditions of Love Yourself and Cold Water during the show. While he was on the show, the sorry hitmaker also confirmed that he didn't have a special lady in his life at the moment. The 22-year-old singer said that he's not dating anyone, he's single, and he's not really looking either. The Purpose World Tour kicks off on March 9th in Seattle at Key Arena. Justin will perform in Miami Beach on New Year's Eve before kicking off the tour's Latin American leg on February 15, 2017. And Michael Bay hopes a R-rated Bumblebee spinoff would happen. The longtime helmer of the Transformer film series revealed that there was an initial idea for the NFFW storyline for Transformers 6, which will focus on a solo adventure of the beloved Yellow Autobot. Bumblebee's solo movie won't arrive until June 8, 2018, but fans can soon watch the fifth film, Transformer The Last Night, which is set for a June 23, 2017 U.S. release. And aside from Bumblebee, the returning robots include Optimus Prime and Megatron, while Mark Wahlberg, K. Yeager, is among the returning human characters. And Mariah's new beau, Brian Tanaka, had just totally declared his love for her. The 33-year-old dancer finally spoke about their relationship and sweetly gushed over his lady during the premiere party of her new e-docu-series, Mariah World. Carrie and Tanaka had been friends and worked together for years before she began romancing him following the end of her engagement to Australian billionaire James Packer. Meanwhile, Carrie didn't say a lot about her relationship with Tanaka. She shared a little bit about the longtime part- partnership, though. Uh, she said it's really nice, especially when you work with somebody in the past and then you get to work with them again. After weeks of rumors, Carrie and Tanaka went public with their relationship a few days ago after they were photographed kissing and frolicking on the beach in Hawaii. The two weren't spot uh they the two weren't spotted engaging in too much PDA at the Sunday premiere party, but an onlooker said that they were clearly seemed happy in each other's presence. Good for them. Good for them. And you know, what did we always say, ladies, that 
the, the, the one that we least expected, the guy that we least expected, who's like our best friend, who's been there from the beginning, ha- ends up being the one that we end up either marrying or being the man of our dreams or our soulmate. It always happens like that. And you never know, this, this Brian Tadaka might be the man for her. You know what I mean? They've been friends for a long time. They've worked together for a long time. This might be her soulmate. We'll see what happens. Uh, right now we have five minutes left remaining in the show. I just wanted to remind you, everyone, that uh, tune in again uh, at the end of the year. We always do a year-end review of some of the most talked-about stories in 2016. Join me on December the uh, 28th for that year-end show where I give you a breakdown of the most talked-about stories, including um, who hooked up, who broke up, what was uh, uh, the death? Uh, we lost a lot of people here in 2016, from Prince to Florence Henderson to to Natalie Cole. It just wasn't a good year for celebrities. Um, also, uh, some of the most talked about, the latest craze, you name it. So, uh, again, I don't have the exact time for that show, but you will be posted. I will post it on Facebook. Uh, if you follow us on Facebook, if you don't, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment.radio. I will uh, also put it out there on Twitter. If you want to follow us on Twitter, just go to that's entertain one. That's T H A T S, entertain the number one. And you can also follow me. Uh, just type in stiletto14 and also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Um, also, uh, for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Jimmy Kimball has been tapped to host the 89th Annual Academy Awards. His selection will be announced soon by the show producers, Michael DeLuca and Jennifer Todd, but Kimball has already confirmed the news on his Twitter account. The 2017 Oscar will be broadcast on February 29, 2017 by ABC, the same broadcasting company for Kimball's late-night talk show, Jimmy Kimmel Live. This year, Chris Rock was chosen for the high-profile job. The comedian first hosted the Oscars back in 2005. Neil Patrick Harris took to the job in 2015, and the most watched Academy Award ceremony was hosted by Ellen DeGeneres in 2014. Dwayne Wade and Nick Young won't be thrilled by the news that they're Baby Mamas have joined the cast of VH1 Basketball Wives LA. And get this, a returning one, uh, the returning uh, cast member is coming back. Uh, the show is bringing in several new cast members, including our girl Evelyn Lozada, plus Kiana Green, who just had the, her second kid with Nick, and Asia Medier, who has a three-year-old son, uh, three-year-old by Dwayne, Dwayne Wade. Uh, They will join Shawnee O'Neal, Tammy Roman, and Jackie Christie for the next season. Kiana made headlines earlier this year when her pregnancy broke up Nick engagement to uh, former rapper Iggy Azalea. As for Asia, she hooked up with Dwayne when he was allegedly on a break from Gabrielle Union. And Evelyn was originally a cast member on the Miami, Miami show, but announced recently that she's joining the season six of Basketball Wives LA. Now, Evelyn made the announcement about her return on the Thursday show of The Real, where she will be serving as guest ho- co host this week. Uh, the Mama, too, also explained why she decided to come back to the popular VH1 reality series. She said, quote, uh, she had several conversations with Shawnee about this, and she said seconds. she really wanted to change the direction of the show. And she said she said she feels like a lot of the arguments and a lot of the storylines that you know have been done before. She really wants to add substance and depth to the show. And Oprah Winfrey will conduct her last interview with First Lady Michelle Obama inside the White House for an upcoming CBS special. First Lady Michelle Obama says farewell to the White House, and Oprah Winfrey's special will tape in the coming days to air on Monday, December 19th. In the special, Winfrey and Floaters will sit down in the First Family private residence. Topics will include details about life at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and her eight years as First Lady of the United States the legacy she'll leave behind, and her plans for the future. 
Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.